Welcome to Mind Love, episode 126. Today's episode is all about raising your vibration. 96% or more of thoughts that are going to our head are from the collective consciousness of the planet or what the Buddhists call the Maya. And when we're in that sort of consciousness, it feels like every negative thought that is around, you're becoming aware of. And you think that they're your own negative thoughts, but they're not. They're part of the collective unconsciousness, but they will interpret themselves so that they sound like they're your own thought. As you vibrate higher and higher, more and more positive thoughts come in and you realize it's your higher self that is now speaking through you. And the Maya, you start rising above because the Maya is in a certain vibration, the collective unconsciousness. And so you've just got to realize it is not your fault. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Hi, friends and wild people. First off, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please hit the subscribe button. More subscribers means even better guests and tons more value. Plus, it helps me grow the show so more people can find it. And if you ask me, everyone could use a little more mind love. Today, we're talking about raising your vibration, and I'm giving you the why and the how to do it. When most people are introduced to the law of attraction, it's all about honing your thoughts through affirmations and then believing you already have something and so it will be. The next step is understanding that you really need to feel this new reality before it comes to you. And then the third step is often going deeper, peeling back the layers of it all, learning to release judgment and forgive yourself and working with your inner child and meditation and finding purpose. And then we forget about how it all started with the simple idea that your thoughts and beliefs and emotions create your reality. I've noticed that we humans have a tendency to make things more complicated than they need to be, or at least that's how I am. When things are too simple, I almost doubt them because it can't be that easy, right? But lately, the universe is making something very clear to me, and that message is to go back to the basics. Manage your thoughts and magnetize with feeling. Seriously, this message has been everywhere. In every book I've picked up, on a bumper sticker in front of me, spray-painted on the sidewalk, in multiple interviews, and as reminders from friends. Dude, universe, I get it. So I've been trying to focus on that first and just let everything else go for a while. And since I've started listening, I've felt calm and almost carried by the universe, even through all the stress around me. And what I've realized is focusing on these things first actually makes all the rest of the stuff easier or even unnecessary. I don't need to focus on releasing judgment because I'm so in tune with how I feel right now that judgment feels out of alignment. So instead of focusing on releasing that judgment or forgiveness, I focus on what I need to make myself feel good. And then the judgment dissipates. Or another example, instead of focusing on not feeling fear when my financial situation is changing, I focus on how to feel good in the moment. And suddenly that fear is gone. And without the fear, I can focus on creativity and inspiration and creating. There's this one great book by Gary Keller called The One Thing. It's a bit more of a business book, but it's all about finding the one thing that you can do in any situation such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And you guys, this is it. 
Our guest today is Michelle Blood. She's like one of the OG thought leaders in spirituality and the law of attraction. She's worked with big names like Bob Proctor and Brian Tracy. She's written over 60 books, audiobooks, songs, and even TV shows. She's held mystical success events in over 16 countries. Well, after years of meditation, Michelle's Kundalini awakened and transformed her consciousness. And now she teaches other people how to live a mystical life and experience divine oneness. Three key things we will learn are how to use music to lift your vibration, how to maintain alignment even when it feels like the world around you is crumbling, and how to use chaos for transformation and awakening. Before we dive in, do you want to know a great way to raise your vibration first thing in the morning? Sign up for the Morning Mind Love for daily inspirational emails right to your inbox. And I'm doing something special right now and tailoring these messages to the things that lift our spirits during self-isolation, fear, and uncertainty. And it's helping. Just yesterday, I got a reply saying, thank you so much. These messages are going right to the core of what we need during these troubled times. And someone else who said, thank you so much for the morning mind love. They are everything. And when you sign up, you'll get some amazing free gifts, like a free guided binaural affirmation meditation designed to rewire your brain to a higher vibration. And you'll get one of my favorite tools, a booklet of my personal power lists to help you gain clarity and live with intention, even when you're stressed. And it's all completely free. So join over 8,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up. Or if you're out and about, just text the word morning to 33777. That's morning to 33777. And now let's welcome Michelle Blood to the show. Thank you so much, Melissa. Lovely to be here with you. Talking about wonderful, positive things to uplift everyone right now. Yeah, and I'm so excited to speak to you. I was going through all of your stuff and researching you for this episode, and you've been really leading the spiritual movement and been a thought leader for quite a long time. So tell me a little history about you and what originally got you interested in your current life path. It's a good question. It's quite an interesting one because I was a a rock singer, pop rock singer, had bands. I was on TV since I was five years of age singing. and. One night, I didn't know about uh, New Thought or <laughs> anything else. I was brought up a Catholic, sort of let that go when I was a teenager, as most Catholics do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so on my way home from a gig, and in Australia, it's like hours in between towns. So it's long drives in between gigs. The driver fell asleep at the wheel, and I was crushed by all the equipment. And so I ended up in hospital for many, many months with many broken bones, and I was told I probably wouldn't walk again properly. At first, they were just happy that I survived the first two operations, which were over two months and 17 and a half hours, the longest one, and had to be in traction for months because it was just horrific. So I was quite unhappy, as you can understand. (laughs) (laughs) I was told, you know, because I used to do cartwheels and do crazy stuff on stage. We had huge audiences all over the country. And I really, really felt quite suicidal. I don't think I would have ever committed suicide and I couldn't move, so I couldn't do anything. But I was just so depressed. It was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to have to reinvent myself? But I've been a singer my entire life. I was a songwriter as well. I thought, well, maybe I can still write songs for other people, maybe. I just didn't know what to do. And so people were sending me positive books, which I couldn't read, and they were sending me 
positive tapes, which I didn't want to listen to because you know what it's like, people out there. If you're in a certain vibration and say, for example, you're really unhappy, it doesn't matter what reason you're feeling unhappy. You might be cranky with someone or your boyfriend broke your heart or I don't know. And then someone pops into the room and they're all hearts and flowers and they're all positive and smiling and you just want to kill them. Because <laughs> you want someone to commiserate with. You don't want someone who's like resonating at this high vibration when you're feeling so low. So it really annoyed me when they would put these cassettes on. That's how long ago it was. and. I couldn't move to turn them off. But then a miracle <laughs> happened, Melissa. A miracle happened, which is, this is really bizarre. I had my spiritual epiphany from this. Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And it was written back in the 20s about entrepreneurial male American men who had made a fortune like Ford and just talking about lots and lots of different people. And I had my epiphany from that book on cassette because Earl Nightingale was speaking from the book and he said Napoleon Hill healed his son who was born with no eardrums, healed his son by doing affirmations, auto-suggestion into this little boy where the ears should be, speaking to him every night, this infant, for years and years, saying, you can hear perfectly, you're strong, you're brilliant, you're going to be such a successful man, and all of these positive things. And Napoleon Hill's son went on to get 30% of his hearing by the time he started school, went to a normal school, and then went on to become this extremely successful entrepreneur in the hearing aid industry. And I was like, just the lights came on, Melissa. I just can't even tell you. It was like something within me just knew he was telling the truth. And I thought, you know what? He's talking about how your thoughts create your reality. And that's the secret to success. You're thinking positive affirmations, auto-suggestion. And I thought to myself, self, (laughs) I really, really went inside and I realized my entire life, anything I had wanted to accomplish, I'd used my willpower and it had happened. I was always so positive. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do these affirmations, I'm going to create one. So in the book, it said that you have to state what it is that you want as if you've already got it, like it's happened now. So I said, okay, they're saying I'm not going to be healed. So I'll say, I am healed. And then it says, you know, really emotionalize it. So I was like, I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend, which was the complete opposite to the way I felt. So I kept saying it over and over again. And it wasn't working. And Napoleon Hill said, if you don't emotionalize it, it's not going to go into your subconscious mind as a seed that you plant. So it'll grow and manifest into what you want. And it really, really works. But I couldn't emotionalize it because I didn't believe it. So it wouldn't work. So I just sort of gave up. And then a couple of days later, another epiphany. I'm saying epiphany because it was that big. Hey, Michelle, this voice inside my head said, you're a singer, you're a songwriter. Just sing them. You know that you can't get jingles out of your head. You've written jingles for advertising agencies over the years. So I decided to sing it. And that's how Affirmation Power and Musivation began. So I just sing, I am healed, I know I am. 
I love myself, I am my friend. And I got some people to bring in a cassette recorder and I just sang it over and over again until this cassette was filled. So I just kept listening to it over and over and over again. And it was miraculous. My healing was miraculous. The doctors thought it was miraculous. What happened was a couple of television shows found out about this and they said, you know, this Australian singer, blah, blah, blah. And and then these promoters who promoted big conferences all over Australia with Dr. B, Deepak Chopra, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Bob Proctor, Stuart Wilde. I'd never heard of any of these people because I didn't know what motivational events New Thought was about. I had never needed that. I was a rock singer. <laughs> but anyway, they hired me to sing my affirmation. So I went into a studio and started writing lots more affirmations on all of these different topics. And I would sing them in between these speakers to thousands of people all over Australia. And they just said, look, this is amazing. Bob Proctor said, this is what I've been teaching. We've all been teaching it for years. But you don't have to emotionalise the affirmations for them to work, to be planted into your subconscious mind with music because the left side of the brain is the lyrics, the right side of the brain is the melody and the music, and it goes straight into your subconscious mind just like a jingle. And so they all wanted to work with me. I ended up working and making more money than I'd ever dreamt of in my life, working all over the world. I mean, I travelled to 26 countries within the first two years. It was mind-boggling. Wow. I love this because I am definitely a music person. (laughs) I sing on my Instagram stories all the time and I usually have music playing in the background. I was actually the kid that was listening to more underground than mainstream and pirating music and creating all these epic playlists for my friends. And for me, it's just gotten me through a lot of hard times because I've always been so emotionally connected to it. But what's interesting is sometimes I'll feel myself getting emotional for seemingly no reason, and then I'll notice that there's a song playing that always chokes me up. But it's weird because the emotions come before I even realize that it's playing. So it happens quite often with songs that I put on my dad's memorial playlist, like Hallelujah or Let It Be. So I can see how these affirmations set to music would almost automatically send an emotional charge, especially because a lot of times our ego or our human puts up a fight with that higher vibration. And clearly it was working for you. It was manifesting in your physical world, both with your physical body and with your actual financial situation. But what was the response from other people? Did it seem to take off in just the same way? Were other people resonating with that? Well, it was a phenomena. I mean, people's lives were changing. I started doing, you know, I started living in Malaysia. I started running Bob Proctor's business, a singer. <laughs> Got his book to be a bestseller over there. I was running my own business. I ended up doing, having hit records over there. I was singing in the Bahasa Malaysian language and being flown all over Asia, all these different countries, Hong Kong, Taiwan, everywhere, to do these affirmation songs. And people just absolutely Love them. I mean, the Magnet to Money song that I wrote back in 1989 has been downloaded millions of times all over the world by people who've said that it's really helped them consider themselves worthy of money. It makes it fun. It doesn't make people so serious because people are so serious about money and then they're not in the vibration or the frequency of it. If 
there's one topic that keeps coming up in my women's circles, it's our hormones. Frankly, I think that between years of birth control or beauty products that mess with endocrine function, a lot of us are just out of whack. Estro Control is a formula developed by Happy Mammoth, a supplement company dedicated to making women's lives easier. It has science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health, especially in women who suffer from PMS. The way Estro Control eases PMS is pretty interesting. The ingredients support the liver, and that's where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So when the estrogen isn't processed well in the liver, women may start having PMS, spots on the skin, they get cravings, they feel low all of a sudden. Estro Control was created to help women feel like themselves all throughout the month because PMS can basically rob us of a week of our lives every month. Totally not fair. Estro Control is made specifically for women who are premenopausal, so it's perfect for women that haven't entered menopause yet. And in fact, it's amazing for perimenopause when hormones start to fluctuate and PMS can turn into a beast. I have been relearning myself postpartum. I just started my period again when my baby was 10 months and I forgot how wild these hormone changes can be. I wanted something to just maintain optimal hormone levels and help with mild mood swings, and Estro Control is perfect for this. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com with promo code MINDLOVE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use promo code MINDLOVE for 15% off your first order. I have always been someone who's prioritized wellness. Well, at least what I understood about it at the time, which has definitely evolved. But now I live in a town where some of my conveniences just aren't as accessible as when I lived in L.A. Then I found Aloe Moves and my whole experience changed. I've been an avid yogi for 16 years, but frankly, I am just underwhelmed by most online yoga. Their flows are either too easy or not varied enough. Well, Aloe Moves has everything. Of course, they have an endless selection of beginner content, since that is the category most people fall into, but they even have advanced and yoga teacher-focused content. They are the only online platform that I can find that I can narrow down the time that I'm looking for precisely. Like, I have 38 minutes today. What you got? <laughs> they have something for every mood. Trying to get a good sweat? Try their award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, hit classes, or reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Or find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and even journaling for those quiet moments. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Allo Moves, I've been falling asleep faster and staying asleep longer. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code MINDLOVE for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. So I'm curious, why do you think that music just has so much power to evoke emotions or allow us to shift into a vibration when it might be harder to consciously access that in the moment? It's because we all vibrate at frequencies and music has a frequency. And when we resonate with a certain frequency, it opens our heart. And it's so important that we have our hearts open because then the light can come in because the light is a real thing. It is the scientists have gone through every particle. You've gone down to electrons, down further and further until finally they found that the smallest particle that they've found so far is light. It's actually vibrating light. 
and that is what the entire world is made of, is light. And so people loved it. And then I went into meditation. I started doing visualization programs. I did tons of audio programs with Bob Proctor. We just covered every topic that you could possibly imagine to assist people to understand that everything is possible if they can vibrate at a faster frequency. Because Everyone talks about vibration and energy. And what happened with me was I realized that because I was attracting so many amazing opportunities was because I was resonating with them. I was at that frequency where I could attract similar frequency into my life, whether it was a person, place, or an experience. And the opportunities that I had always wanted, I was resonating with those opportunities because I was in a faster vibration. And that's what happens. The affirmations begin by allowing people get stuck and they don't know how to move forward. And they hear about the law of attraction and all this different stuff, which was back then was absolutely not heard of, except for the Buddha was the original law of attraction master. (laughs) I mean, two and a half thousand years ago, he said, we are what we think. All that we are arises with our thoughts, with our thoughts. We make the world. Duh, law of attraction. (laughs) (laughs) However, if you can't implant positive thoughts, you're going to stay stuck. You're usually either going forward or you're going backwards. No one is actually stuck, in fact. That's incorrect. They're either going backwards and it's people become, they suffer emotionally. They get frustrated because they're doing all they can to improve their lives and they just seem to feel like they're stuck and that's because their vibration isn't going up. I mean, there's many ways besides affirmations to get your vibration up temporarily, exercise, go to something that's positive, and then you feel that you're just going back just like an air conditioner. You put it on a certain degrees and it goes up and it goes down. It'll stay stagnant. So you can go up for a while and then before you know it, bam, you're back down where you were and people are frustrated And I don't want to ever see anybody suffer because they do not need to. So if you can change the paradigm, the old thoughts, to something new, you start building up a higher frequency. And before you know it, hey, presto, things begin to shift to the positive. And it's so wonderful when you see and hear about all the changes that have happened in people's lives. I remember reading the book, The Power by Rhonda Byrne. And it's funny because she was originally inspired by something similar, but the science of getting rich. And so when I was really introduced to these ways of thought, I went on a deep dive and I bought all the books. I bought Think and Grow Rich, which has been a huge life changer for me as well. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. But when I was first getting introduced to this, it was like, oh my gosh, I've discovered a magical reality. And then I began to try to put it into practice. And like you, I found it was really difficult because of just kind of being closed off to higher vibrations when you're in a lower vibration. And what I found, though, is that what was happening with me is that I didn't realize that even though I was saying these positive affirmations, even though I was really doing what I could to try to feel them in these higher moments of my day, I was counterbalancing them by having all these subconscious negative affirmations running through my head through the entire day. 
And it wasn't until I had come across an activity of taking an audit of all of the limiting beliefs that go through your mind. And so I made a decision to carry around a little notebook. And every time a negative thought about myself or about the world came up, I'd write it down. And at first it was like the usual ones. And I was honestly really skeptical about this exercise because I was just like, oh, what a waste of time. I already know my limiting beliefs. But then as the day went on, these things would sneak up on me that I didn't even realize I was thinking. And so I wasn't able to realize that these were the beliefs that were actually running my life. And so for me, a big part of really being able to shift into that vibration of even allowing the affirmations to start to work was to first become aware of the negative affirmations or the subconscious stories that were already kind of driving my life. And then I was consciously rewriting them to a more empowering statement. So it was a more conscious way of accessing my subconscious, if that even makes sense. Rhonda Byrne, long time before The Secret, she has bought every product of mine two times over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, what's interesting to me is We've definitely heard that humans have the tendency to gear towards the negative, and part of it is the evolutionary process of survival. These negative thoughts were to protect us back when we were fending off lions or whatever it was. But what hasn't really always made sense to me is that so many of our negative thoughts are about ourselves. It's not about the external environment that we're protecting ourselves from. So I'm wondering, why do you think that the human condition has such an attraction towards the negative thought processes over the positive? See, the thing is, I didn't even realize this myself back then. But a negative thought is not even your own. 96% or more of thoughts that are going to our head are from the collective consciousness of the planet. And it's really hard to explain it, but it's absolutely the truth or what the Buddhists call the Maya. And we are all, all the thoughts that have ever been thought are still on this planet. And when we're in that sort of consciousness, it feels like Every negative thought that is around, you're becoming aware of, and you think that they're your own negative thoughts, but they're not. They're part of the collective unconsciousness, but they will interpret themselves so that they sound like they're your own thought because it'll be, they'll work on what your weaknesses are so that you don't feel worthy. And it's really interesting how it happens. So, what I found was I would do this. Every time a negative thought would come up, I'd be like, okay, that's not my thought. And I'm just going to go, stop, stop. And then I would switch immediately my mindset to something positive. I'd say, okay, the opposite is true. Okay, if there's fear coming in, because if I'm complaining or there's a negative thought, it just means there's a fear. I'm going to find out what I'm afraid of and tackle it head on. And when you tackle and you become aware of what your fears are, They dissipate bit by bit until they're gone. They go, see you later. (laughs) And so as you vibrate higher and higher, more and more positive thoughts come in and you realize it's your higher self that is now speaking through you. And the Maya, you start rising above because the Maya is in a certain vibration, the collective unconsciousness. And so you've just got to realize it is not your fault. It is not your thought or your fault and just release it. Stop, stop. I don't care if you have to do it a thousand times a day. When you go, stop and say it out loud, it's like immediately you don't go down a rabbit hole of negativity. You can, everyone has the ability because of willpower to be able to change their state of mind, which is a thought. What's interesting to me about that is it sounds like 
we all think that we are like thought creating machines when really we're always just attracting thoughts. So if the negative thoughts are not our own, they're the collective conscious, then the same amount of positive thoughts should be out there. And that's why we have to shift our vibrations so that are we then attracting those positive thoughts or are we actually creating them? What do you believe about that? Well, the positive thoughts that are, for example, an idea, something that is to do with creation, with creating something, with purpose. When an idea comes to us that feels happy, gives you something that you can create, like you've created this podcast to bring positivity to the world and to open people's hearts to that spirit, to that love within themselves, that comes directly from your higher self. It's not the human Maya, it is directly from God, from your higher self, spirit, eternity, whatever you choose to call your higher self, your spirit, your immortal consciousness. It comes from that omniscient wisdom that is always there available for us. And it will guide us to utilize our God-given gifts because everyone has unique God-given gifts and it will utilize them. It will bring, it will put in play like a mind map this is the thing that you're going to focus on and everything that is required for you to be able to do this, people, places or things will be there if you open your mind and you take action immediately when those positive, creative ideas come to us. Anything that is creative, anything that comes from love, anything that comes from it's not about me, it's me wanting to assist someone else, it isn't us. Then it's our higher self, our true self that is beautiful and is magnificent and is generous and giving and benevolent, and that is our true self. And when we can start feeling that, well, then your heart chakra begins to be activated and you can feel, it's like your heart's coming out of your chest, and all you want to do is make other people happy. That's all that matters to you. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day. And get this, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases up to 100 times more polluted, according to the EPA. And did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? So what's the solution? Two words, living intentionally. We have to take full responsibility for every area of our lives, including our health, which also includes our air. And that's why I love my air doctor. As a reminder, when you support my sponsors, you also support the show. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants, so your lungs don't have to. This includes pollutants like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I live in the mountains, and our air is pretty great. When I drive home, I can witness myself rising above the cloud of pollution that covers the rest of Southern California. But I know that even in the mountains, my home traps in the contaminants that my family brings inside. Plus, just sleeping one night with my air doctor, I could actually feel the difference. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to Air Doctor Pro and use promo code MIND, and depending on the model, you'll get up to $300 off. You're saving up to $300. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code MIND. That's promo code M-I-N-D. And now for another episode of Lies We've Been Told About Our Health. 
We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? Well, hydration isn't actually about water intake. It's about the balance of water and electrolytes so that our bodies are actually absorbing the water instead of just passing it through. A lot of people go for those sugary sports drinks, but let's be real, those do more harm than good. I've found a better solution. Element. It's a zero-sugar electrolyte drink that's all about effective hydration. Each pack gives you essential electrolytes like sodium and potassium without the unnecessary additives found in other drinks. The team behind Element includes experts in biochemistry and nutrition, so they really know what they're doing. And it's not just for everyday use either. Elite athletes and teams, Olympic weightlifters, CrossFit champions, Navy SEALs, all rely on it too, which to me says a lot about its effectiveness. Here's what makes them really unique. They recently launched a hot chocolate line with flavors like chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Ever since I went alcohol-free, I've been really intentional about luxurious, health-focused drinks so I can sit back and unwind while actually doing good for my body. And the Element Chocolate Chai is great for relaxing in the evening or warming up after winter sports. And you can try Element totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back, no questions asked. Receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com slash mindlove. That's drinklmnt.com slash mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order. I know one thing that's been really transformative in your life has been Kundalini. And you've talked about Kundalini Awakenings. What has been your relationship with Kundalini and why has that been such a powerful force in your life? It's the most powerful force in the universe. It is something that every single person, every soul that chose to come here have been waiting in line for a long time to come to this particular planet. And the Kundalini energy is like God's blood. It's this vibrating if you can see it, I can explain it to you. If you can see this in your mind's eye, it's like little golden bubbles that are vibrating, vibrating at the bottom of the spine, the ethereal spine and the actual spine, the sushumna, sushumna. And it wants scrubs clean. It's hollow, but it's not hollow. It's filled with muck from emotional experiences that we've had from this life and past lives. And for the kundalini, to start working and go up the shashumna so I can start activating the chakras so that we can become awakened is what everybody's true purpose. Enlightenment is the true purpose in life. I didn't know about any of that stuff. But what happened to me was because I was, as I was speaking earlier, because my frequency was at a faster vibration, I something happened to me whereas I fell in love with God. And I didn't know, I didn't want to go back to Catholicism or anything else. I just wanted to find someone who could teach me about light, about enlightenment, about God. I didn't know what it was. All I ever heard of was there's the Buddhas and there's the Asian men with bald heads or long white hair. And to make a long story short, I'd finally come to live in America. And one day I walked into this event that my good friend had told me about, John, and there was this teacher, she actually called herself Kundalini, this beautiful young American woman, and light was shining from her, and I couldn't, didn't know what was going on. My eyes started tearing up, and I felt vibrating energy on the top of my head, and I was like, I'm seeing things. I think I can see light coming from her hands. And I had been 
all over the world looking for a teacher, but none of them spoke English. (laughs) (laughs) And this teacher was enlightened. And I just knew I I would do anything to have her teach me. And I didn't realise at the time, but she was transmitting light to us. She was plugged into the divine and transmitting light. And so I was very blessed, extremely fortunate that I was allowed to be one of her students. And after a few years of practicing meditation and doing all the things she told me to do, and she was transmitting light the entire time, I was part of her sangha. Well, then my Kundalini awakened. At first, I was going through many deep spiritual experiences, what I call the stargate, just like that movie. You go through the tunnel of light, and that's what happens to people when they die. And then and you all, I can't go too deeply into all the experiences because some of them are too private. But eventually what happened was I was able to stop my thoughts or the eternal was able to help me stop my thoughts. And I would keep going into these amazing experiences and until one day finally the sky opened and I was just one with that light and I was awakened. And then it took quite a few years for me to get used to it. So eventually, The light, the divine tells you what to do. And I was told everything that you've done all the years from being on stage since you were five years of age has all brought you to this point. And I'd already been doing seminars all over the world with all these wonderful speakers and teachers of new thought. And then I realized I was here to transmit light and to teach about the Kundalini awakening and to release suffering from people's lives because everyone, if I could awaken, I realised anyone can. And so that's what I do now. I teach people how to do it. I've got something called the mystical experience. People can watch free videos. And even just watching the videos, you will feel the light's got nothing to do with me. It's just that I'm now plugged in. I just put it that way. It's like you're plugged in, the light's on, and then the light does the work. It works, the divine works on my intention, my thought, to heal, to bring people into a higher state of consciousness, which then in turn, of course, brings them into better opportunities and more happiness in their life so they're not so triggered by the past fears because you end up living in the moment. And that's an extremely nearly impossible thing to explain. When you are living in the moment, you're not living in the past or the future. So those thoughts are no longer crowding out your joy from your life. So it's something that everyone can have happen. And I thank every day my gratitude that I got to meet this amazing, inspiring teacher. Wow. I mean, That's the dream, right? That's what so many of us are working towards. And for you, you had gone through this tragic thing and then found this new way of thought and it started to transform your life. For some people right now, they might have been on that journey, but then all of a sudden this wave of uncertainty is rocking the entire globe and they might feel like, okay, all the things I had been building towards, all of my confidence in this new way of thought might be collapsing. And I know I've even spoken with a few people who are kind of losing their faith in that hope, I guess, or just losing hope in general. So how is it that you're using the new wave of thought compared to the old paradigm to help you through or to raise the collective conscious during these uncertain times? Well, I'm just doing, well, at the moment, I'm starting tomorrow morning to assist everyone by doing free live streams every morning 
until this is over and transmitting light to everyone who comes on, doing a special prayer for them, and then we're all doing a global meditation. So that's what I can do now. But I'm also doing interviews with wonderful people like yourself to let people know, first of all, this isn't a punishment or anything like that. Things have been coming to this planet for millennia, amazing things, and that aren't good. 1918, Spanish flu, which wasn't actually even originating from Spain, lots of things have happened. But because, at least with this particular one, because of the terrible, horrific things that they were doing to the animals in Asia and not looking after things correctly, we all know how all these things start, but no one's being punished for this. And really, considering what's going on, I think it's very, very wise, first of all, to definitely do what the governments in all the different countries, my country, Australia as well, is telling everyone to do is to stay home and to, you know, if they do go out, use the hand sanitizer. First of all, yes, do all the practical stuff. However, also look at this as an opportunity for you to, yes, have compassion, but don't let your energy go down. Think of what you can do to bring up the energy from other people don't get caught up in watching every little bit of news about it because that'll just bring you down because you won't understand it. This is a time for you to be like listening to podcasts like this, to reinvent yourself, to look at the things that you could be doing to change your life right now, to write a book or the things that you have always wanted to do but you never did, like start your own website or podcast like you've done, to do something positive. Start working out at home get yourself fit and healthy. There's so many things that you can do right now to improve your life, which will then in turn improve others' lives. If you reach out to a friend via the phone or via Skype and just see how they are and lift them up and maybe start a prayer chain with some people and maybe you can start something with some friends to start a new project together thinking of things that you can do for others that will assist others to uplift them. Look at the different things that you could give. You can tithe to so many different Red Cross and to the kids. I mean, tithing is a beautiful thing to do. Spiritually, it's healthy for you as well. If you don't feel you can do anything, at least tithe something to Christian Children's Fund or the Red Cross or the Salvation Army. And just reach out to others and uplift them and let them know that they're not alone. I've been calling my mum in Australia every day and she's great. She's been very, very positive. The only thing that is challenging with that is she keeps wanting to go down the shops and it's very hard to talk her out of it. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm not going to get cooped up. She's in her 80s and she's got so much energy. It's crazy. But anyway... (laughs) Just really start, you know, meditation classes. Go to the mysticalexperience.com and watch a lot of my free videos. Input into your consciousness everything that you can think of. Write down all of the things that you know are your weaknesses, not to look at them as weaknesses, but look at the opposite. Okay, I've always been a procrastinator. I don't persist until I succeed. What can I do to change that? One of the things that could do gifting all of your listeners with my new book, well, the rewritten book, The Magic of Affirmation Power. And 
over $100 worth of other products in that as well that I'm gifting to all of your listeners so they can go through the book, they can get the visualisation, they can start doing the turbocharge goal setting where you write out what you're going to do every day. People, you can start writing a gratitude list. If you start writing a gratitude list every night before you go to sleep, the divine will work on that and you'll have more things to be grateful for. The more you're grateful, the more things you have to be grateful for. And I always think it's a great idea when you're writing down your gratitude list, you write down, I don't care what it is. Everyone lives like kings and queens compared to what the kings and queens have past lived. We've got toilets in our home, showers, refrigerators. I mean, there's so many things, people that we're grateful for. And put in a splatter of the things that you want that you don't have right now that you want to be grateful for as well. And it uplifts you immediately. And if you go to michelleblood.com forward slash mindlove, and if you could remember that it's with one L, it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-L-O-O-D.com forward slash mindlove. And because of the beautiful Melissa, you can get all of those things for free as a gift to uplift you. And just be grateful every day because what's happening in the world right now might seem like a disaster, but it's not. It's just you just have to be practical, look after yourself, exercise, reinvent yourself right now. You have an opportunity to focus on the positive, absolutely inundate your mind with these positive podcasts, positive books, and things will shift. Things that you didn't think you had time to do, you will find the time. It will be created. The opportunities will come to you. And to know that you're loved, and this isn't something that is to be thought of as negative. You can't put an emotion, you can't take it personally, what's happening in the world. It's not personal. It's just something that happened and it will pass. Right. And I've had a lot of people reaching out to me because I do tend to talk about finding something in your life that gives you purpose or even creating an entire life path from that because that's been such a big part of my journey. I was really unhappy with my past job and from that unhappiness and realizing I needed to shift, mind love was born. Well, because of my story, a lot of people reach out and they're like, but I don't have clarity on what I want to create or I don't know how to use this time to funnel it towards my passion or my purpose. And what I've been recommending to people is that you don't need to know some big life purpose. It's just helpful to find something that makes you feel purposeful or meaningful for now. And it's less about even finding this thing that gives you so much purpose. And it's more about in doing that for me, it's what helped me shift myself into alignment. It's what helped raise my vibration. And it didn't start as mind love. It started as something else. I had a completely different idea, but just acting on something that was from my own inspiration that made me feel uplifted and inspired, that opened the door to meeting new people, to opening up new ideas, to attracting new opportunities. And eventually, like you said, I was able to feel guided. Now it's like, even with this whole incident, incident, I call it this whole kind of global crisis, I was at a point where I was wondering of three options, which one should I do? I need clarity. And I don't know if it's almost like a joke from the universe, but I was given this and suddenly I have very much clarity into my next step forward. But most of it had to do with 
just figuring out something that shifts you into a positive vibrational state and things will become clearer. But I'm curious, what is your recommendation for that, for those people that still might be having a hard time even finding that alignment and they don't know exactly where the best use of their time is right now? Should they just be looking for something that makes them happy? Should they be looking for something that does the most good? Or how do you tend to guide people with that? The thing is, it's a really, really good topic for sure because I have people all the time the same thing. What's my purpose? Well, of course, your main purpose is enlightenment, is your kundalini to awaken. That is everyone's purpose. But if you're not clear, if someone's not clear, don't take it personally. It's just that you're not clear enough right now. I went through it. You went through it. Everyone goes through not being clear. But the thing is, If you're not clear, what you do is you do something to improve the weaknesses in your life because as you improve the weaknesses and you let them become strengths, and some of the weaknesses might be, I'm not talking about weaknesses physically. I'm not talking about, oh, I can't swim very well or I can't play piano. I'm not talking about that sort of thing. I'm talking about your emotional states. When you know that you procrastinate or you feel like you're not worthy, look at that and then start putting positive input into that. So if you feel like you never persist, you never get anything finished even though you want to start it, one of the songs that I've gifted for free is my persistence song. Listen to it over and over again. Write down, I do persist until I succeed. Because the thing is the more you input creative visualization, positive input, you will eventually, because the other things that were weaknesses will begin to melt away. They won't be your weaknesses anymore. You will be a more positive person and you will, will be guided on what the next step is. You will be guided. So for now, you don't have to be too concerned about, oh, I've got to be on purpose. Just get yourself into a higher vibration. Strengthen those weaknesses. Do positive affirmations about the things that you're weak about. If you know that you're afraid of not having enough money, start listening to my Magnet to Money song. Start writing down, you know, this is a great affirmation. Money comes to me from the divine every day in every magical way. Money comes to me from the divine in all magical ways. I am a magnet to all good, including money. I am worthy. I love myself. Body's good. I don't care if you don't feel it right now, but if you listen to the music or just add, even James Brown wrote one of the most positive affirmation songs in the universe. I feel good. Na, 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 na. I knew that I would. Ow! It's almost <laughs> ridiculous how positive it is. I feel good. And I knew that I would. I mean, he's not even saying, and I know that I am. I knew that I would. It's almost like beyond positive. So, you know, whatever positive music you could find or add your own lyrics, get some karaoke music and add your own lyrics to songs that you already love that are positive, that you just know feel good. I mean, maybe Casey and the Sunshine Band, get your boogie on. I mean, I'm showing my age here, but who cares? Disco music, so positive. Just get yourself up and dancing and just start feeling good first. You don't have to be concerned about 
what you're going to do next. Get yourself into a higher vibration and it will, trust me, it will come to you like a flame. You'll become impregnated with all these positive, creative things and then you take action. As soon as you get something creative and you feel good in your heart about it, take action. Right. And I think it's important for the listeners to know that there's not one right answer to what's going to shift your vibration. And so if you're still in that state of having it be difficult to even hear things that are positive because you're so much in fight or flight right now, or you're so in such a low vibration. I know for me, I totally resonated to that story you told earlier about how you couldn't even read the books people were sending you. It's like at certain times, positivity can either feel like the voice of an angel or nails on a chalkboard, just depending on which state of mind you're in. And so we listed a number of different things that'll temporarily change your vibration for the moment so that then you can try to do that and then try something a little more powerful, like dance around your living room or go for a quick run, even if you don't want to, even if you're mad running down the street. (laughs) Yesterday, I was for some reason, so cranky. I was just like, and it was almost funny. Like I was making jokes about it all day and trying not to let it affect me. But I just like would look at my husband. I was like, I don't know. I feel cranky right now. Can we go on a walk? And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. It's just like something I'm feeling. So we walked for an hour and a half until I didn't feel cranky anymore. And by the time I got back, I then did a yoga session and I felt great the rest of the night. And so I knew I just had to push through those crank that crankiness on a walk until I could come back. And so try something like that. Then try the affirmation song. Try doing both at the same time. Try journaling. This is your body and your mind and things are going to work differently for different people. And it might even be, it might be work differently in different moods. So just try what you can and you will get there. Trust that you'll get there, that you have that power and then move from there. So We have the links that you shared, that Michelle shared with us. They will all be in the show notes. So, Michelle, do you have anything else that you think is just really important for the listeners to know before we wrap up? Just know that you are loved. If you could really understand how much the divine that has created you loves you. And I agree 100% with what Melissa said. Melissa, because you're a sensitive, spiritually sensitive person, you were feeling cranky because you're just feeling the fear of the rest of the world and that sort of affected you. It wasn't you being cranky. So that was the smartest thing you could have done is go for a walk because when we exercise, it really does shift our mindset. And so I really think everyone must exercise. I do every day because it's really important because it's good for your immune system. It keeps you happy. It really makes a big difference. Drink lots of water. And just know that you are definitely loved. And if anyone would like to participate in getting light transmissions and prayers for free, you could go to receivedivinelight.com. I'll be doing it every day until this thing has passed. All of the links from this episode will be at mindlove.com slash 126. And we've got a lot of links, including the freebies that Michelle mentioned. So you'll get a free copy of her book, The Magic of Affirmation Power. And once you download that book, you'll get three of her affirmation songs that she created. I've also built an affirmation playlist that you guys can follow on Spotify to use as your own personal soundtrack to raise your vibration. It's super fun. I've been collecting songs for this playlist for quite some time. So I think you're going to love it. 
So the big takeaway from this for me is to remember to keep it simple. All you have to do to make sure that you're living an aligned life is to be checking in with yourself. It's building that relationship with yourself, tuning inward and noticing how you're feeling in any given moment. And when you feel off, you just figure out how to raise your vibration. Figure out something that makes you happy or makes you laugh or shifts you in some way. I think so often we're worried about getting to the core of the issue and trying to fix everything around us, whether that's how we're feeling towards another person or a situation, and we do everything we can to change that situation when really all we need to do is change the way we feel about it. And there's so many things that we can do rather than even tackling that situation head on. It could be going for a run or listening to a song or singing, or giving yourself something else that you need. And the more you do this, the more in tune you will be with what you need, and the higher your vibration will be automatically. You'll start noticing that the things around you are melting off of you like they didn't before. Instead of taking so much work to process, it's just automatically processing because you don't got time for that shit. So I'd love it if you'd reach out to me on Instagram and tell me how it goes. If you haven't heard or you don't sign up for the Morning Mind Love, I am doing free daily meditations every morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, just for a few minutes to help you elevate your vibe a little bit. Should give you inspiration or something to think about throughout the day. So you can also reach out to me there if you're having trouble lifting your own vibes and we'll have a quick chat. If this episode was helpful, please rate and review, subscribe, share it with a friend or a coworker or somebody you're social distancing from. And as always, thanks for giving your mind a little love today and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week.